Welcome to 5.0, Fivefold and Beyond with Matt and Amy. In the 5.0 podcast, we're going to peel back the layers of the Ephesians 4 model, revealing a thriving church, ministry, or organization. This will help leaders to identify, work together, and implement or raise up the believers who want to move in their calling. Watch those who are in your care and they become alive with a fresh passion as the anointings on their life are revealed, encouraged, and released. We also offer seminars, conferences, and strategic advising to pastors and leaders. We'll sit down with you and help you to learn how to have a fivefold influenced church or organization. Um, also, how to identify and integrate people with fivefold giftings into your teams and into your organization. So connect with us at ihimtv.com. That's I-H-I-M-T-V.com. So get ready to engage as these podcasts will open an understanding, remove confusion of the fivefold, and open your eyes and heart to what you and those around you carry. In this episode, we're going to talk about um, the apostolic. If you've been following along, we've been discussing the apostolic uh, realm. We talked about uh, the the characteristics of it. Today, we're going to dig into the DNA, apostolic DNA. We're going to define what we mean when we say apostolic, because I know that there are a lot of different definitions out there. And so we're going to define what we're talking about. We're also going to look at uh, some of the gifts and operations of the apostolic realm, things that you would see here, maybe um, kind of markers in your life that might indicate if you um, should be connecting in this realm, in the apostolic. Yeah, yeah. And there are so many gifts and anointings in the apostolic. We're only touching a few and we're not... um demeaning or making void any opinions of other apostles or ministries that are describing the apostolic, like everything in the fivefold, like everything in the kingdom of God. It's all about discovery and it comes with revelation as the church, the bride of Christ matures and begins to understand what the Holy Spirit is showing us and telling us. And so there are even not just apostolic gifts and anointings and callings on people's life, or like Ephesians 4.11, he gave apostles, prophets, um, the office. There is even apostolic churches or apostolic centers, people um, that are gathering together with a very strong apostolic DNA. And that's what we're describing. Just like there's a church, churches that are very strong evangelistic, various churches that are strong teacher. There are churches that are strong prophetic. So what's wrong with having a church that's very strong apostolic? And usually you have apostles that are leading in that uh, particular group, or they've been birthed from an apostolic uh, center or ministry and carry that DNA. So anyway, so the definition of apostles, um, some some people, they'll just say, uh, well, it just means sent ones. And um, it's very um, basic in, in that description. And... Um, it's a little bit deeper than that, and that's that's all right. And so for our conversation that we're having with you guys today and these apostolic um, four podcasts that we're talking about, in the Greek, in our Bible, in the Greek, the word, the noun for it is apostolos 
That's the noun and the verb is apostello. And the verb is the action of that uh, versus the noun, the person, place, or thing. But in that description of both those words, here is the meaning of it. And it comes from the Roman and earlier empires. This word apostle was used in this way. And it was a leader of a fleet sent with the king's authority to invade, conquer, and occupy a country in his name. That's the term apostle. Essentially, we see an example of this when Jesus came to this earth. He came down from heaven from another kingdom, right? God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. He established an apostolic team around him. He trained them, raised them up, spent time with them, mentored them, fathered them. And he started to invade this kingdom to make satanic strongholds fall. See, he he brought liberty to the captives. He brought in a new law, the law of the spirit and life versus the law of sin and death. And so he, he came in to bring this shift, to bring this change through an apostolic team. Right. And so Jesus gave that same mission to the church. And that is why the church is to be apostolic in nature. So here's the verse for that that we want to look at. In John chapter 17, verse 18, he says, as you sent me into the world. So Jesus is is praying. He's talking to God. God, as you sent me here, Mm -hmm. I have sent them into the world. So thus sent once, right? Correct. That's in its basic root. In its basic root. It's more than that. So. But but notice it's that word as. So in other words, he's making a comparison here. So how you sent me, the, the jobs that you sent me to do, the mission, they're continuing that. I've passed that mission into their hands, that assignment. See, that's why I don't understand why you have movements and sp- particular believers or churches that refuse to recognize a, the ministry of the apostolic and the, the prophetic, both are, are, are not accepted in those particular movements. Why would you not want to, if God gave something to the church, to the body, why would you not want to discover and have that working and flowing in the church? It's like operating in a boxing arena with one arm tied behind your back. And the reason being, it's a subconscious thing and whether it all comes down. Well, I don't believe that. I believe they were just a 12 apostles and they're dead and that's it. Oh, how limited your God is. That God is a God of, uh, of that things die. Things multiply. People multiply. The kingdom truths multiply in the earth. And to act, when one accesses that, that's why you see such a difference in ministry level, anointings, impact, all those type of things, because we want to embrace the truths of God. And as with everything that gets discovered and re, rediscovered, really, because this was an operation throughout the Bible yes. uh, in our time, you always will have in that discovery stage mistakes people taking it too far to the left. They're just, you know, it, 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 all the indifferent little thing, weird things that can be associated with it. And we're not going to sit and talk about all that right now in this podcast. We want to describe the, the truth of 
the apostolic. We want to get down to the gifts and anointings that you carry. And you say, hey, that is apostolic in nature. We're not calling you an apostle. I don't know you. That's not what I'm saying, but it could be apostolic in nature even. And that's up to those that are around you. And hopefully you have spiritual authorities and people that can recognize that and move that way. So let's move on with that. Yeah. So we see that, you know, a uh, Part of the DNA of the apostolic, if you go back to that definition, yeah. you know, is is that an apostolic people will answer the call to arms. They'll engage in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's an important part uh, and an understanding and operation of an apostolic team or apostolic people. And that's more than just a time of prayer. We yes. are talking about and it's not even intercession mission. because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, with the with the prophetic realm, you get that prophetic intercession and right. and prayer uh, on behalf like that's that's even different than spiritual warfare. And so it's from an apostolic point of view. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just equally as important yeah. well, in its operation. You need, yeah, you mm-hmm. need both. Mm-hmm. But this is spiritual warfare. So even understanding that, wow, that's that's a whole three podcasts in itself, at least, um, is spiritual warfare. But definitely an understanding that, hey, we are going after the kingdom of darkness and establishing God's kingdom. Right. It's not just the pulling down. It's also the building back up. Yes. Re- re- putting what was illegally sitting there and ruling, removing it or disposing it, deposing, deposing it, yeah. and then rebuilding what God intends for that area. That's very apostolic and spiritual warfare. You, you can't just rip something down, move on. Exactly. It has to, you have to build th- that something. You have to establish something in there. That's right. We, That's know, we know what the Bible says uh, about, you know, those, remember those guys who were casting out demons and, mm-hmm. or, or no, actually, I think it was the parable or you can clean the house and sweep it clean. But if you don't fill it, even worse is going to come back. That's what it was. So, right. you know, definitely we, there has to be the establishing element, not just the tearing down. It, it's just like, you know, you're working on a house. I, I like watching HGTV. Oh, I, boy. I kind of jokingly say I have my design degree from HGTV University. And um, you watch and, you know, they've got demo day and there's always the demolition. That that has to, you have to start with that. Mm-hmm. You have to demo. You have to clean it out. You have to get rid of the stuff that isn't there. But then, man, you got to build on that. That's where the design comes in, the creativity, the flow, the beauty starts to come when you've establish something in that in that place mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh the apostolic um some dna that you'd really pick up on traits if you come among an apostolic people um you'll find out that the fivefold ministry is accepted to work among them and to do their part um they're open to the evangelist and the teacher and the prophet and or prophetic people, or teacher-type people, or evangelistic people. It doesn't have to necessarily be the office. All that, working together, an apostolic is very strong on on understanding that you carry something different. It can't be a cookie cutter, and that's where we run into problems in churches and organizations where everyone has to be cookie cutter, and it's more robot. So you only fit in this form because this is all we accept. And so... That is not apostolic in nature. And so it's very difficult to invade, conquer, and establish something. It always seems like you're hitting your head against the wall. And that's because you're not utilizing your commando units. You're not utilizing your builders uh, because 
well, we don't even know what to do with them. That's because you don't even know what, what it is to be able to do something with them. So hopefully those of you that are listening, that are leaders, that you are expecting something to happen, that you're open for a conversation and open to discover what we're talking about in the fivefold. Because as you were saying, just to go back a, a sentence or two, the, the reason is the existing structure may not hold where this person needs to fit. Every and, time. and that's been an issue over the years in churches. It's, it's like, this is the way we're supposed to do church. And so we try to shove everybody into that mold. But some people don't shove into the mold. And, and those are the ones, often we've called them rogues, you know, rebels. Now, yes, some are rogues and rebels. But others just didn't fit in your pre-existing mold. It was too rigid. And so it's like, okay, that's where the apostolic comes in. Let's create a new mold. Let's uh, let's be, we talked about this in the last one, let's be flexible, adaptable. Let's find where this person fits and then build a structure around them instead of having to shove them into a structure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, you know, at that time you get an apostolic people and they're very trainable and they're willing to, to move and to do this. They, you'll find that you'll have less rebels that, you know, we want to label rebels because right. they just were waiting for someone to recognize what they were carrying and, and then be able to launch in that. And they didn't even know themselves what it was. They, they needed someone to help them discover. But once you start that process, you, you'll find that people in this type of atmosphere uh, with this DNA will be trainable and will be willing to engage with the assignments that they're given. And if you're hungering for that and that that's your desire to find a group of people like that, you need to do that. And when you go into churches and things, you can't be moved by their music, all the gift bags from the greeter team given to you. You can't be moved by all those type of things. You have to get down to finding out and there's nice little vision and mission statements and but we you got to get down even farther through conversations with them to find out where where they are has this church they can have all that look but they settled and they're not they got niceties uh, uh, platitudes things but there's no action and there's nothing really that's apostolic and if that's what you're hungering for you know what I mean? Don't. That's not the place for you. And I'm talking about people that are, you're searching for a church right now. You're finding God has a people out there and they are out there and you have to be led by the spirit to find that. Because it's about releasing what God's put in you for the body of Christ. And together you have a peace, they have a peace. Just got to find the other people with the peace. Hmm. Yeah. You'll find too that an apostolic people understand and operate with influence. You know, these are the people who they they aren't settling for just, you know, having a, a small influence, whether it's uh, in their community, at their jobs, they will press forward and increase their influence. They will, you'll find this type of people are quicker to rise to positions of leadership and authority. And I'm not saying that everyone in leadership is apostolic, but I'm just saying the DNA of an apostolic people is one that will continue to, will continue to um, excel, will continue to step up so that it increases their area of influence. So mm-hmm. they can be who God created them to be, not just so they can, you know, get lots of money and 
Although maybe the lots of money is to increase their influence and their ability to be a blessing and to operate in God's kingdom too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, business owners creating new models, entrepreneurial, all that is apostolic in nature. Yes. That's a DNA, um, a part of that's apostolic, um, wanting to build um, something. I think Buckminster said something that instead of trying to change something that's already in place, I have it upstairs, but I don't have it quite memorized yet. Uh, don't try to fight that. Just build a whole brand new prototype that makes the other one obsolete. Yes. And that's <laughs> very up apostolic in nature, DNA. Don't sit there and try to try to change an environment or a culture from within it. You have to create another one. It, yeah. That's where that boldness comes in. You know, yeah, for, for an apostolic people, there's they're more apt to be risk takers. Mm hmm. To, to step out in faith, which faith is a, a very strong gift that operates in this realm. Correct. Correct. It, there is a gift of faith. Yes, every believer should have, a, we have a measure of faith and we should be operating in that and growing that, exercising that faith. But you will find that those with apostolic DNA in them will have often greater faith to believe for things that everyone tells them you're crazy. You know, you start, if you've been hearing stuff like that all your life, like you're crazy, or I don't know why you think you can do that, or, or maybe the constant, you can't do that. Um, that's never then been there done might before. Be some, yeah. There might be some apostolic DNA in you. That's right. That's right. We talked and mentioned about this before. Uh, here's a, uh, another trait that you might identify somewhere in someone or yourself that an apostolic person or people, they will displace the enemy that surplanted and their rulership, they're in there and they pull that out and they bring deliverance to a region. So you have an apostolic church, they bring deliverance to a region. It shakes things up constantly in that region. Oh yeah, demons react. <laughs> you, you might say, if you see a lot of demons reacting around, you know, Jesus, he he got out of the boat, stepped onto, what was that? In, in Gadaria. Gadaria. And it's, it's like ripples went in the spirit and the demon possessed guy just comes running, running out, out of the, the cave, cave. <laughs> and say, what do you have to do with us, Jesus? And, uh, you know, that type of stuff starts to happen. There's just that authority and, um, yeah. The, Luke, it, Luke it 8 verse 25 to 37. Yeah. That talk, that's the story that talks about that. Yeah. Demons react. Yeah. Um, oftentimes you'll see also, uh, someone or a group that is, um, apostolic influenced, is um, they are regional in thinking, not just their local community only, uh, internationally minded. Um, those That's apostolic. Now, you can have apostolic pieces, like you can have a church that's very pastoral teacher, maybe, and yet they have a great missions that's international. Well, that missions part and the ones who are in that have a heart for that, that's apostolic. But there's so much more than just, well, we're apostolic because we have a great missions yeah, that's one element, you know. And it could actually be running a little more evangelist too in that, depending on what the Again, right? Is. They partner exactly. up, right? Yes. A lot of this partners up, but we're just trying to break down individual right now. But yeah, we see a lot of blending and partnership working on. So these are all good. These are all part of the body of Christ. Um, there's anointings people carry. That's why you're drawn to specific areas. Uh, and, and interests don't think because you're interested in something and the immediate people right around you aren't, aren't drawn to that or attract. You are made different. God put different 
callings in you and different things in you. But how can that work together? That's part of the discovery as well. And that doesn't mean that you have to leave where you're at because nope. remember every joint supplies. Mm -hmm. You don't I, I don't want a body with all elbows. Nope. I wouldn't be able to function. Mm -hmm. So you may be there where you're at because you have a piece that nobody else there has. Correct. Now obviously you want to be in a place where they will be open and accept and receive that piece because otherwise you're you're kind of spinning your wheels. Yeah. But again, teaching may have to come about. So it's not like you you don't want to be where in a, in a place where you're with a bunch of people who are just like you. So uh, I, I, I yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go to the next verse. So if you guys I was going to say it's a very apostolic verse, John 14, yeah. 12. Go ahead. It says, truly, I say unto you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the father. There you go. And that was, you know, when Jesus went to the father, he says, I have to go so that I can send another, the comforter. And he talks about that. another. that's why the empowerment comes for greater works as a body, a corporate body. And the apostolic is a powerhouse to release people. People become activated into their greater works, into the work of God's kingdom to change this earth, to change, more importantly, people's lives. I mean, right there was an apostolic mandate given, and it's it's right there. Um, so, so, so he's the passing on his DNA, and he says, greater works that I do, uh, greater works you're going to do than I did because of the multiple we're all we're all over the earth Jesus could only have been in one location and greater works than these he will do because I go to the father so there you go you have this whole interaction that is an apostolic mandate for us as as the people of God to flow in an apostolic nature or apostolic ways it isn't specifically calling someone everyone has to be an apostle that's not true, Correct. but the nature of that, there's some DNA that you cannot reject. If you want to operate in this level, then it's going to take you to accept and move in this. And I want to just end this session with an example, because uh, the Lord showed us this a few years back as we were uh, just kind of bringing uh, the apostolic center into uh, some clarity and and uh, bringing some teaching on that. Because see, the apostolic bring realm brings all the realms together to function in harmony in the spirit of God. They become cohesive. The body of Christ can move forward when this happens. So it's kind of like um, the military, because a lot of people will say, you know, if you hear people say, well, our church is a hospital, then that's more, that's pastoral. That's a pastoral vision, which is, is great. That could be their function in the community. Or our church is a lighthouse. You see, that's an evangelistic. But when you say our church is like uh, the military or an army, this is an apostolic picture. So in the military, and, and forgive me if I, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I don't, have, hope you don't, I don't have all the, the right terms often with the military, but um, you have the general, the one who is directing things. He, he coordinates any um, operations and engagements. But in that you have, you have frontline workers that are fighters. You have the, um, the foot soldiers, you have the ones who are operating the machines. You have the engineers who are fixing equipment and, and designing bridges and setting things mess up. Mess hall. You have the mess hall. Those who are feeding people, Correct. taking care of their needs. You have, you have the hospital 
area, the the place where people's you know wounds are tended and their health and well-being is taken care of. Military so, police, the MPs. Yeah, you have those who, who protect, protect and keep order. So you have all of these elements. You have the hospital, you have the the outreach. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. kind of flipping away from military, but you have mm -hmm. all of these You're elements. It's not like one or the other. It's inclusive. And that's where the apostolic can come in. So yes, our apostolic center has the hospital section. It has the, the part that binds the wounds and heals the brokenhearted. It has the lighthouse. It has the outreach into the community and, and seeing people give their hearts to Jesus. It has all of these elements. It has the teaching, the, the boot camps, but it, it just all comes together to see the, the campaign of Christ, if I can use that term, move forward and advance in the world. Awesome, awesome session. Thanks for joining with us, everybody. And remember to share this on your social media platforms. Next session, next podcast is going to be Knock Knock. Who's there? An apostle. Well, ho, it's going to be awesome. So hope, hopefully we'll hear, see you there. Contact us, get in touch with us. WWW, obviously, World Wide Web, IHIMTV. That's I-H-I-M-T-V.com. Go on there, check it out, get in touch with us. And uh, we will be with you again soon. Keep moving on. Keep keeping on. Don't give up.